eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Baldy, um, we love Big Red. I think the Chiefs are the attraction. They got six primetime games. Three in the first six weeks, they're in prime time. And then, um, you know, they get the rematch with the Eagles, which is going to be great. But the bye comes before that rematch, so I give the advantage to Big Red. I'm talking about Andy Reid, guys, because coming off of a bye, getting ready for a team like that, he's great. And then the final four, uh, you know, final, what, four of the final seven games on the road for the Chiefs. Here's what I'm getting at. I think they can get back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I I think they could get back to the Super Bowl, Baldy, after this schedule comes out and I'm going, this is manageable. I, I think the Chiefs can win 12 games again this year. I do too. I do too. And uh, Andy Reid was on one of the networks last night and he seemed like he was in a good mood. You know, he was, he was on both networks actually, both ESPN and NFL Network. And, you know, he was, he was in a good mood. Look, there's still the – I don't know. how they, they won the AFC West six years in a row, seven years in a row. It's a crazy number. Like, I don't see – like I, the Chargers might be able to beat them. They always play them tough. Yeah. You know, the Raiders have won a game. Denver has never beaten Patrick Mahomes. Never. Okay. Patrick Mahomes' first start in the league was week 17, 2017 against Denver, and he beat Denver in his only start that year. Like he's, the Denver Broncos have never beaten Patrick Mahomes. Now, maybe <laughs> Sean Payton, things will, maybe will change, but they're still the class of the division. So if you win the division again another year, you're, you're playing a home playoff game, whether it's your number one seed or not, whatever. You're at Arrowhead at home. Now, I know they've gotten beat there. You know, Cincinnati beat them two years ago at home. But it's just like it's set up for them. It's just set up. And you go, yeah. it, it's still Andy Reid. It's still Patrick Mahomes. It's still a crazy – it's still Travis Kelsey. It's still Spagnola on the other side. You know, it's, it's, it's still Brett Veach bringing in these draft picks that seem to just be able to plug and play, whether it's fixing the offensive line two years ago with Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith, whether it's the rookies in the secondary last year, like they are just ahead of the game right now. Yeah. I, uh, I believe they're still the overwhelming favorite going into the season to be the best team. Um, and, and again, Baldy, we talked about this on this podcast Guys, they won that Super Bowl with nine rookies contributing to a Super Bowl run, which in some way, shape, or fashion, you know, you just got to look at that and go, you think those guys are going to come back and be better. 
They retooled the offensive line. You still got Mahomes. You still got Kelsey. Sky Moore is going to be better. I mean, you just start Pacheco. You just start going through as you go. They got to be the, the the season favorites, at least going into well, the season. If you think about it, Carl, I mean, if you just go, okay, they come in at halftime of the game, they're getting beat by the Eagles. And then Andy Reid's like up on the chalkboard or the whiteboard, whatever he's, he's like, okay, this is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. And they go out there and they're unstoppable right. in the second half. And oh, while they were unstoppable, a rookie named Sky Moore caught a touchdown pass. And a guy that the Giants said, we're never going to get anything out of, you know, um, Cardarius Tony and Cardarius Tony catches a touchdown pass and they were unstoppable against the defensive front that looked like they could sack any quarterback in the league multiple. Like, okay, you give Andy Reid like 12 minutes at halftime, like he'll come out with a different game plan and they won't get stopped. Like they're just, it's just that type of a coach quarterback situation. And so it's hard to, you'd be crazy to bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid right now to return. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I think they're the favorite guys. Um, let's talk about the Cowboys. Cause I know there's a lot of anticipation, by the way, we talk about this every year. It's hard to repeat in the NFC East as champions, right? The Eagles were the last ones to do it when they won, you know, four division titles and went to, you know, four straight NFC championship games in the early two thousands. Uh, none of that culminated with the Super Bowl win. And then you talk about last year winning the division, so you would expect, hey, maybe the Cowboys come back and win this division, even though I think the Eagles are still going to be in the playoffs. But what did you make of their schedule, Baldy? How do you feel about the Cowboys? Well, I've just looked at the final month of the season, Carl. I don't know what the record's going to be, you know, after 13 games, okay? And there's a stretch in there where they play three straight home games in a row starting week 12, Thanksgiving Day, yeah, which we'll get to, uh, part of that triple header on Thanksgiving Day. They play Washington on Thanksgiving, but they follow with Seattle. So you got 10 days to get ready for Seattle at home. And then they play the Eagles. Okay. So, and, and then, that's a then night game. Final, final four games yeah. are they go to Buffalo, they go to Miami, they play Detroit at home, and they finish at Washington. Like it's it's a tough finish, regardless of what the record is. Um, that, that's, a, that's a three out of four games on the road. Um, after three home games, and then that home game is Detroit, and we'll see what the Lions are doing at that point in the season. But they're 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 um, they're in prime time quite a bit. Uh, they see their home opener is against the Jets. I'd like to if we if we had a stat guy on our show, Carl. We had you know like all networks have it, that stat guy. Yes, you yeah. Give yeah. A, you give him a nugget. Like go work on this. Like I don't know what Aaron Rodgers' record is in Dallas. But I know it's a winning record. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure his first start was in Dallas, you know, backing up Brett Favre, or at least his first appearance in the NFL was at Dallas. I know they had that crazy good playoff game where they won, where Des Bryant, you know, fumbled or not fumbled, whatever it was. He's 4-0, Baldy, real quick. He's 4-0 at AT&T Stadium. Okay. Including his Super Bowl. So he's never lost oh, it at okay. Stadium. So we, that, that, that his Super Bowl win was in that stadium. Yep. Playoff win in that stadium. First game in the NFL. And that's like Aaron Rodgers in that stadium is, is it been undefeated. And the Cowboys open. And that will be like when you get, when they build that game up, Carl, like we just already did the nugget. <laughs> like, Aaron, like you could just see 
like Aaron, like the, the pregame buildup, and there's Aaron Rodgers over here. Here's Dak Prescott. Here's you know, here's his former coach that he won a Super Bowl with, now coaching the Cowboys. You can build the storylines right away. And then the final nugget is Aaron Rodgers, undefeated at AT&T Stadium. You know, as they cut away to Jerry Jones, it's a long look. You know, like, we all could produce this, Carl. Me and you could produce this thing in the truck. We know the shots that you got to go get. No doubt. Yeah. Brian Baldinger, guys. Um, again, Jason Lockout for part of this podcast. And we appreciate you guys checking us out. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Like us. Don't miss an episode as we talk all things NFL. And as we get into the meat of the offseason now, really talking about teams. We're going to be grabbing some guests and, and whatnot. And, doing some different things on the podcast. Um, As we're talking about, you know, these teams and and what it looks like, Carolina Panthers, we have to talk about them because they had the first overall pick, Bryce Young. I think it was uh, their general manager, Baldy. I'm trying to remember. There's so much stuff that I, I, you know, we come across. Yeah. He said that Bryce Young may not be ready and that Andy Dalton may be the week one starter. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Uh, are you kidding? You just gave up all this draft capital. You had you had the world, you know, on on edge, and then you're telling us Andy Dalton may be the starter okay. week one. All right, so let's go back in time and let's try to make an analogy here, Carl. All right, because I know I know you know what I'm going to say very very well. But 2008, Mike Smith comes to Atlanta. All right, and they draft Matt Ryan with the third pick in the draft. And you know there was a split in Atlanta at that time, Matt Ryan versus a defensive lineman. You know, um, and which way to go. And I, I was doing the Falcon preseason games in 08. So I remember talking to Mike Smith and, you know, the, the staff about they didn't give the job to Matt Ryan, but they they allowed him to win the job in preseason. Mm. So they didn't start him the first preseason game, but they started him like the second and definitely the third. And they gave him the two-minute drill. They gave him a no-huddle offensive thing. Like They, they gave him enough – to prove that he's capable of winning. And then, you know, he won the job, had a great rookie season and went to the play. I mean, they turned things around three and 13, you know, they, they, they got the running back from the chargers. You know, they, they put this thing together pretty quickly and they turned things around. And I kind of feel like, okay, Scott Fitterer can say, well, you know, we got Andy Dalton. I, I feel like they should allow Bryce Young the chance to win the job in preseason and they should structure it whether it's scrimmages, preseason games, because I I feel like Bryce Young has to prove to his team that he's ready to do it. But you got to do it in a way that allows the team to see, like, his talent and what he's capable of doing. Like, I don't think – even Anthony Richardson, I don't think they should just give these guys the job. C.J. Stroud, like, go win the job. You know, every once in a while, you're Joe Burrow, you're the first pick in the draft, you just won a national championship, all right. Like, it's pretty easy. I, I feel like structure your preseason game scrimmages where Bryce Young can prove his talent and prove being number one and then let him, you know, start the season if he's good, if, if he can do that. It's interesting. Uh, and I do agree with you, especially from a team standpoint, because guys want to know, hey, he's got it, right? The only way yeah. you know that is if you see him. Right. Every day at practice and you're like, damn, he made that throw. Wow, he yeah. made the right read it builds that confidence from the other guys to say, yo, he should be our starter. I've already circled the Cowboys going to Carolina uh, November the 19th. Only because by then I think we will know what Bryce Young looks like. Mm -hmm. 
and he's going to be going up against a really good defense. I, I, I may end up going to that game. Just, you know, last night I'm sitting there going, I'm going to go oh, yeah. that one. I'm going to go to that sure. one, you know, and, uh, and, and he's going up against a really good defense. And I'm like, maybe I might check that out. Uh, that's going to be interesting. But we wanted to mention Carolina because with the number one pick, they're going to get some buzz. I don't think they're, they're not Super Bowl ready and all that. We'll see how the season goes. It's Frank Reich's first season. But I love the way he's insulated himself with this staff and the veteran guys. I mean, you know, he's got some, some really good voices around him. But I don't know about the talent yet, so we've got to wait to see. But I am curious to see at what point Bryce separates and takes the job and then, you know, he runs with it. All right, Baldy, um, as we're talking about the NFL schedule release, guys, lots going on. Obviously, everybody's looking at their teams and trying to figure out how many games they can win and, you know, what's this going to look like, not only at the beginning of the season, but maybe at the middle part and then at, certainly at the end. We're talking about projected wins and all of that stuff. And just going through some of the star expected to do really well. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baldy, what about the 49ers? Because we don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be ready. I know they got all that stuff, right? Ayuk and Devo and McCaffrey. You still need a quarterback. We saw that in the playoff game. So what happens? Garoppolo's gone. If Purdy's not ready, then they're going to go with Darnold? Well, so they open in Pittsburgh. They open the first two games are on the road. They go to they go to Pittsburgh. They go to um, the Rams. All right, yep. division game. Oh, by the way, week one is interesting. Um, there's eight eight of the sixteen games week one are division games. Okay, so it's kind of interesting. Usually they they kind of like really sprinkle those in heavy dose towards the end of the season, but. You find out a lot within the division right away, you know, uh, you know, Jets, Buffalo. And so anyways, that was what just kind of popped into my head. But sure. No, look, I, we, we don't know. Like San Francisco has been in the situation a bunch. You know, is Trey, Trey Lance is healthy right now. OK, like I'm just curious as they go into this, the OTA part of the offseason and the, the facilities are open and guys are training. Like is Trey Lance getting the majority of the reps while Brock Purdy is rehabilitating or is Sam Darnold getting a chance to compete with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy? So, you know, I mean, people just want to say, ah, Sam Darnold, we, you know, he's trash. I mean, that, that's what a fan would say. Yeah. He won four of his last six games in Carolina and played pretty well. I agree. For a team that was looking to make a change at coach and interim head coach and all that stuff. He won four of his last six games and got Carolina back into the playoff race and he looked pretty good doing it. He's never been in a good situation, and he has had injuries, and he hasn't played well at times. He saw ghost against the Patriots, uh, the, the famous line, all that stuff. But, he, look, quarterbacks get better when they're with Kyle Shanahan. They just yeah, get better. They do. Like, you can see the best of a quarterback with Kyle. And the talent around, you know, Kyle on offense right now is elite. So I'd like to see what Sam Darnold looks like. And I'm not knocking Trey Lance. I like the kid. 
but he's played very little football. And you can only get better if you play. He's going into his third year. You know, he started four games. So we don't know what Trey Lance is. Nobody does. John Lynch doesn't know. Kyle Shanahan doesn't know. We don't know. You know, if, if Brock, they're not going to put Brock out there before he's ready. You, just, you know, it's just common sense. But how do you know when he's like, I just want to see like that elbow, like you got to make sure that thing is ready and healed before you start throwing it and working them in and all that. So I don't know if he's going to be out there week one. I don't think anybody knows at this point. And it'll be interesting to see if he's not who that quarterback is going to be and how they determine it. 49ers, by the way, play the Cowboys rematch of the playoff game, except this time it's in Dallas. Uh, that is October 8th. Week five. Sunday night football. Yeah. So that, that's one that, that I'm looking forward to. They got the Bengals on the schedule a few weeks later. Um, you know, this, this is, is going to be interesting for the 49ers, who, again, are immensely talented. Um, and injuries slowed them down, and they were still able to, to do what they did last year because of the depth on the defensive side. We know they lost to Miko Ryans, but I still think that's going to be a team that's going to have a, a say as into what happens in the NFC as we move forward, as the schedule has, has come out. All right, Baldy, a couple more, couple more let things. Me, Go let ahead. Me, let, let's take a look at Philadelphia here for a second because I yeah. was going through their schedule last night. And I'm doing a show today with Rodney. This is a we're, we're, we're taping this on Friday. So I'm doing a show with Rodney McLeod, a former Eagle, now with the Cleveland Browns. But um, sure. like just like so, they open up in New England. Tom Brady's going to return. Okay, that's a big thing. Like you know, Robert Krafts has said that I've reached out to the greatest player in NFL history, Tom Brady, <laughs> and he's going to be back. So the yeah. emotion and celebrating Tom Brady, a Patriot, back there. He's out of the you know out of the league for the first time since, you know, whenever 19, you know, whatever it is right now, 2000. So anyways, so they, they go, they go to new England week one, we'll be favored. They open home opener Monday night against Minnesota, just raw emotion inside Lincoln financial field, Minnesota. They go to Tampa Bay. We think they're kind of a rebuilding process right here. Yes. They play Washington at home. They go to a Rams team that looks like they're in a rebuilding process. They go to the New York Jets up the turnpike. Um, they play the Miami Dolphins at home, and they go to Washington. We don't know what they are. But if you just look at that stretch, that's eight the first eight weeks, Carl. Like, they started the season off 8-0 last year. Like, I just tweeted out last night. Are the Eagles going to be 8-0 um, this year before they play Dallas at home, and then they get their bye week? Like, that stretch – it's not a tough stretch. It's not. It's not. And, and Baldy, here's the thing. They took care of their corners. So I'm just going to point out, like, the Dolphins game. You go, well, what about the Dolphins? The defense is still stout, okay? And they added to it. Um, listen, if Aaron Rodgers has magic on that, you know, that, that Sunday afternoon uh, in between the Rams and Dolphins, maybe that might be the one loss. But I'm I'm looking at this with you. I, I kind of agree. Um their run game is going to be, I think the Eagles' run game is going to be improved with Swift, who they traded for. You still have to account for Jalen. And I just think coming off the Super Bowl run, confidence is high. Like, they, they, they believe this is what they should be doing. This is not like, oh, well, that was a fluke last year. I kind of agree with you, Baldy. This could easily be 8-0 going against the Cowboys on that Sunday, uh, what, November 5th, 425 yes. kickoff. 
And now, you know, this is the Eagles either slapping the Cowboys and saying, we still own this division, or the Cowboys responding and saying, hey, this is going to be our thing this year. But I, I, I'm with you. This is a very manageable schedule for the Eagles to put themselves back in playoff position. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're a marquee team. There's a bunch of those games starting Monday night against Minnesota and Monday night against Dallas before their bye week, you know, which comes at a, you know, like if I'm looking at anybody's schedule, okay, and I'm not favoring one team or the other here, but if I'm looking, where's the bye? That's the first thing I'm seeing. Where's the bye? Where do we get our rest? You know, um, what do we have after the right immediately after the bye? Um, do we have because we'll, we'll get to the games over in London, but uh, and outside of the, you know in in Germany and whatnot. Sure. But, um, so that that's so the, the Eagles get a bye in week ten. You know, after a Monday night game against the Cowboys, uh, where they might have you know a shiny elite record at that point. All right, last thing, and, and you just mentioned the international games. The only thing about this is travel and getting back and, you know, the, the time, the prep time to get ready for your next game. Usually, and this is not the case with all of these games, you might get the bye after the, the, the overseas game. But there are a couple of these teams that are not – that's not the case. They're coming back and then they're playing the next week. But you've got Falcons at Jags October 1st. Jags stay over there against the Bills October 8th. Ravens at Titans uh, – Ravens-Titans October 15th. And then – Dolphins, Chiefs, November 5th, and Colts, uh, Patriots. Now, those two last games are in Frankfurt, Germany, which has been great for the league. But I think it's about getting the rest and then coming back and getting the time in that you need to prepare for the next team. Baldy, these international games are great, but they're not easy. No, they're not. But it's it's interesting because Shad Khan, the owner of the Jags, who's got businesses over in London, owns soccer teams, the whole thing. But um, I think this experiment – with keeping Jacksonville over for two weeks in a stretch is really a sign of things to come. Like they want a team mm. in Europe. Okay. Whether it's Frankfurt or whether it's London. So what's it like if you stay over um, accommodations, food, weather, um, practice conditions, preparation, can we put a team over there Um you know, for two weeks at a time, come back, play two weeks, have a, 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 a like a, a place in the States where a team could be stationed in London. Let's see what the two-week stretch is like. Let's monitor it. Let's look at the, the good, the bad of it. Like, this is looking to the future, Carl. Yeah. What yeah, this yeah, yeah. Is. And whether it's Jacksonville being a London-based team or whether it's a new team, like, this is a look to the future, and making this a global sport by putting a team in Europe. It's a great point. I mean, I've always said, how would this work? Accommodations, all the things you're talking about. But this is how you test it out, right? This is, this is how you eventually work towards making it happen. Baldy, great stuff, man, as always. Well, one uh, last thing, Carl. It's yeah. interesting. Like, I think we have all said this at some point. Me, you, a bunch of other. Is the NFL ever going to get – oversaturated yes thursday night monday night sunday night holiday saturday's games and now for the first time they Christmas. got a game on black friday oh, on yeah. the day after thanksgiving yeah okay and you go that's not like who isn't watching football on friday after thanksgiving like that's always been a college football you know day uh, strangle a strong point is that weekend 
And the NFL says, we'll take that Friday. We'll put it, we'll put a game there on Friday after three games on Thanksgiving. We'll just, and I just don't think we're there yet, somehow. Like we're not at the oversaturation point. And I think the NFL is pushing it. Um, but at the same time, we don't seem to be able to get enough. And I thought it was probably pretty smart that Mike North and the group, Howard, you know, the, all the group that does the uh, the scheduling, um, you know, to put that game on, on Friday. Yeah. And by the way, you know, here the NFL is Christmas Day is usually when a lot of people pay attention to the NBA for the first time. Right. Right. No disrespect. NBA starts in October. But, you know, they're getting their, their bearings, and then all of a sudden they've got five games on Christmas Day. It's the Christmas Day special. Yes. And the NFL goes, we'll put three games on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I know. I mean, it's it's just like the balls of the NFL. We'll put three games on uh, and watch. They'll be the highest-rated games. Guarantee. I mean, mm-hmm. like, th- th- they'll blow the NBA out of the water. Yep. And it's been like the NBA is like, this is our kickoff date. So, to your point, I don't believe that's going to happen. I've always said, you know, I was afraid a few years back when we talked about adding a game, and I was like, eh, now I love it. Uh, and these additional games, I love it because it's what we do, man, and it's what we love. So, yeah, great job, man. And I know you're on. Tell the people where they can see you tonight. Oh, uh, so this is Friday. We're going to – this podcast will be available here. It's uh, May 12th. So I'll be on uh, tonight, uh, NFL Total Access, 7 to 8 Eastern time, and I'll be on – I'm going to be working with Indomitian Sue. Indama! Indomitian Sue next week, uh, NFL Network. Um, uh, each day, 7 to 8, total access. So I'll be uh, I'll be one of the hosts, one of the analysts. That's so we're, awesome. we're going to get into the – I've already seen the outline of what we're doing tonight. It's it's heavy schedule release and anticipated games and teams that might come out of nowhere, um, you know, to qualify for the playoffs. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll be touching on many of the same things that we just talked about right now. Baldy, one of the most dominant defensive linemen I've seen in my lifetime in college, just unblockable, right? I mean, literally taking games over. I think we forget sometimes how good it – I just made me think about it, how good Ndamukong Sue was well, coming out of school and then getting in the NFL. Like, we talk about Aaron Donald. Ndamukong Sue was that guy. Well, it's interesting, Carl. So, I, I, I've always followed Ndamukong Sue since he came out of Nebraska, but – uh, you know, he, up until this year, his first 12 years in the league, 12 straight years, never missed one start. Was suspended yep. for a, a couple of games. Sure. Some things, but never missed a start in durable. 12 straight years. That's durable, man. That's that's incredible. Especially the, that interior. The man, the man took care of himself. Yeah. No, he's you know? he's a beast, dude. I, I just – I remember Nebraska playing Texas. He's just – Moving guys out of the way, and you you couldn't block him. So, 12 straight years, never missed game, and was with three Super Bowl teams. Obviously, the Rams team lost to the Patriots. That's right. With, uh, you know, with Tampa beating, you know, winning a Super Bowl against the Chiefs, and then this year in Philadelphia against the Chiefs. I mean, three Super Bowl appearances, one win, a lot of playoff games, uh, Miami, Detroit, you know, the Rams, uh, Tampa, Philadelphia, I mean, excellent career. Whether it's over or not over, I don't know. But, um, you know, a very, very uh, good player for a long time. 
We'll be watching, buddy. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, we're back at this next week, guys, and we'll start to get into some other things now that the schedule is done. But, boy, we got a lot to chop up between now. Yes. Uh, mandatory mini camps, rookie camps getting underway, OTAs. We're going to be taking our looks around the league, guys, so make sure you're here in the huddle with us. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes, Jason Lockon for a part of this podcast as well. We appreciate you being here. Subscribe, like us, and tell your friends, guys. Have a great day.